and welcome to Helling Complicated, a supernatural fan cast. I'm Claire. I'm here with my friend Shell. I'm Chell. Heyo. How's it going? Oh, it's going. I'm very excited to talk about Supernatural. <laughs> Aren't we all? Oh my god, I'm mostly excited because I just watched the first three episodes all over again, and I'm a Dean girl again. I can't believe it. Oh, but of course. I promised myself I wouldn't go back. You <laughs> I have just, to. Oh, I just love him so much. <laughs> I drank a lot, and I had a lot of feelings about Dean, and some about Sam, but mostly Dean. I'm so glad I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah. Did you watch the the uh, the episodes recently? Yes, I watched back again. As I'm looking at season one, I've actually seen the whole season quite a few times. I want to start with like a sidebar. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Eric Kripke. Yes. I want to talk about him, the writer, obviously, of the first five seasons or so, basically the showrunner of the good seasons. And I want to talk (laughs) about him because before Supernatural, Mm -hmm. he wrote the movie Boogeyman, a terrible, god-awful 2005 (laughs) horror film that I love. It's horrible. It's amazing. Finding out that Kripke wrote it, I was like, no, that makes sense. It has a similar tone. And the main guy kind of looks like Sam. Huh. (laughs) what makes it like very supernatural it's it's sort of the like weird melodrama mixed with just absolute clown foolery (laughs) it has the same vibe it's it's very interesting i highly recommend it uh i have an idea say for like an episode where i watch like stuff that the actors have also been in i'm kind of planning for that to be my mom's episode because i'm always watching it with her and she's like oh he was in days of our lives oh he was in general hospital in this season yep. it's very funny and good oh, I love and that. well uh i probably can't watch boogeyman with her she doesn't like horror movies but i don't know i should probably check it out then i don't know if i would say that it's scary the 2000s horror is just not good <laughs> True. To put it mildly. Absolutely true. I love it, but it's garbage. <laughs> I mean, that's just what the 2000s were. Just pure garbage. Was the color grading, like, the same as Supernatural? Oh, totally. Oh, totally. It was very... Oh, my God. I had a feeling. Yeah, it's it's very much <laughs> in the same sort of genre. The boogeyman killed the main character's dad yeah. when he was a kid. And now he's oh. afraid of closets. sounds like there's a lot of subtext yes okay that's the end of my sidebar (laughs) that's fair apparently (laughs) back with the conspiracy theory shit right now just jensen ackles did a con monologue or whatever the fuck you want to call it and he was talking about how he wasn't happy with how the series was ending so he like contacted kripke and kripke's like stop thinking about it (laughs) Just do what they I say. It's like, what? I can't deal. I watched a whole, like, hour-long video about the Destiel conspiracy through the years. Oh, yeah! Um, oh, my God, that just came out! The uh, Sarah Z one? Yes! I was about to say, by YouTuber Sarah Z, who I love. I watched that yesterday. Yeah, same. I literally just, like, made popcorn, made an event out of it. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, even though I pretty much already knew every bit of information from that, but man, 
oh my god <laughs> it's just seeing it laid out like that is so much mm-hmm. it's just so much okay i'm excited i think we should hop into the pilot mm-hmm. also known as the episode yeah. where two different women get fridged on fire i know right fucking supernatural like really established its brand just immediately, immediately like mom dead other lady dead at the end one single person of color who's there for pretty much less than a minute nothing but the brothers just staring at each other oh yeah and dealing with something random and melodramatic i guess do we even need to talk about like the monster of the week plot the woman in white like everyone knows everyone has seen this pilot right yeah (laughs) i assume if they're listening to this and even not well it's a woman in white. Some guy is driving down a road. He sees a woman in white who's like, I can never go home. And he picks her up and she kills him. Yeah, she like drowned her kids. And then they're just like, look at your kids. How? And she has to suffer, I guess. Anyway, that's not really the point. The point is dad disappeared on a trip. And he hasn't been home in a few days. And then it does a close up on Sam. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. God, the vast majority of my bullet points are just... Jesus Christ, Dean is so fucking pretty, I can't stand it. He really like, is. Maybe it's just because I'm a Dean girl, and yeah, just his eyes, his eyelashes, his freckles. Going back and looking at this first season, they are infants. Mm-hmm. They are babies. They are babies. They're so young. Dean is a year younger than me. I can't handle it. I know, like, Sam had what, just been in uh, 2005? He was just in, like, cry wolf cry underscore wolf another horrid movie that i love (laughs) fresh from gilmore girls pretty much dean had he even done my bloody valentine yet or was that later i hmm i'm looking it up it's cool okay uh my bloody valentine was later so we'll get there but like padalecki was just doing like shitty horror movies at the time like (laughs) and then he did a shitty super horror show is it really horror though We can talk about that. We'll get to that, I think, in, like, the second and third episode. Do you want to talk about the pilot as, like, an introduction to this world? God, I have to go through all my notes. It's literally just, oh my god, Dean is so pretty. Oh my god, oh my god. Um, Sam's here. Uh, Dean is really fucking pretty. Bowlegs, bowlegs, bowlegs. I am obsessed with his bowlegs, even after all these years. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, God, I wish I took more meticulous notes for this, but I remember, like, reading a Tumblr Post article, I don't know, years ago on why most fans like Dean more than Sam. And, like, the reason for that was that Sam is kind of a fish out of water. He's, like, the person that he's getting into this world along with us, even though he sort of still understands it. And he he clearly just dives back into it like a fish to water or whatever whatever the word is. (laughs) But, like, Dean doesn't belong in this genre at all and i just always found that really interesting like he's just like a cocky little smart ass but he's not like in like a horror movie like if you have a cocky smart ass that person's gonna die pretty fast dean is not going to die anytime soon and i don't know i always find that interesting i mean he dies the first time yeah kind of soon yeah but it's still like 26 episodes from now yeah No, you're right. Dean is out of place as a character, which is, I think, why so many people are drawn to him over Sam. Like, I think Dean's the more popular one. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Everybody is obsessed with Yeah, Dean. and it's I think it's because Sam is the he's still the dude from House of Wax and Cry Underscore Wolf. Like he's he belongs yeah. in the genre. Dean doesn't at all. Yeah, he just like doesn't really have a person like his personality right now is pretty much just like, I wanna be here and I miss my girlfriend and it's I mean, we barely got to meet Jess at all, so like <laughs> that doesn't really add to his character much. Yeah, no, she she has no yeah. screen time. She doesn't matter, which is another theme. Yeah, it's such a shame. Also, I'm just remembering that in one episode, I think a little bit on later on, Sam sees her standing at a street corner, and it, I feel like it was implied that she was going to be a ghost, and that just never happened. Why did they do that? Besides, like, oh, Sam misses her girlfriend. Remember? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. That was definitely just, they had no idea what they were doing. Like, at all. They really didn't. <laughs> it's really saying a lot that they didn't know what they're doing now, compared to far later when they really don't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, it was off to a rocky start. Yeah. Got it. There was that guy, I don't know how to, like, qua- like quantify, he's basically just, like, the garbage dump cat person, you know, <laughs> just like the, the his trucker hat, and he's like, "I'm a southern piece of shit. Don't fucking talk to me." Um. <laughs> well, okay. So Sam, <laughs> it's okay. So Sam, they're like looking for clues and shit, and Sam talks to this guy who is like, he's just like, "I love my wife. I loved her a lot. There was nothing wrong with our marriage," and. I don't think ever anything ever happens to him, even though I feel like it's implied he was a shit piece of shit. And he is just a complete stereotype. And I don't know. It's very strange because then Supernatural just really wants to be Americana, but then it kind of insults people who are very Americana. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> this show just <laughs> doesn't know what it's going for. Very rarely doesn't know what it's trying to do (laughs) which is kind of why it's campy like it's kind of a campy dumb show Mm -hmm. and that's definitely because it just it doesn't know what's going on it doesn't know what it's trying to say yeah it it really isn't like i kind of like realized while watching this like supernatural like was clearly trying to find an aesthetic between like monsters gothic American Gothic, well, Southern Gothic, Americana, being on, like, r- what's the fucking highway? Route 66. Route 66, sorry, I'm a dumbass, whatever. I don't know this shit. But just, like, trying to find that, and I don't think it ever really succeeded, except in, like, a couple rare occasions. Like, I feel like Bobby was kind of maybe the closest they got to understanding what their aesthetic was. Oh, absolutely. Bobby is the most appropriate character for this show. Oh, uh, yeah, he really is. And that's why everybody likes Bobby so much, because he's exactly what you expect from the show, but he's also kind of subversive because you expect him to be an asshole, and he's not. He is the sweetest person in the entire universe. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay, Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the pilot. Oh, wait, I actually... (laughs) I fucking they were still using that (laughs) that fucking thing they do when they in like action movies and shit where they like speed up the camera and then slow and then go back to normal and speed it up and then go back to normal it's like 
why did the, why was that a thing? Why was that a thing? You might know better than I do, because I don't get it. Well, when did 300 come out after that? I don't, it's supposed to provide, like, action, <laughs> like, just yeah. in the filmmaking, but it doesn't really make sense with where they do that. Like, they just don't. Yeah. I, I genuinely think very few people on this set knew what they were doing at any given time. Oh, yeah. I think it is, like, a huge symptom of just, like, the, like, TV and film industries trying to figure out, like, computer graphics and just yeah, whiffing absolutely. it constantly. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I feel like they kind of stopped doing that more by the third episode. And I will say the first two were directed by the same person. So it might have just been that yeah. director. That's true. One thing I kind of thought <laughs> while watching this was kind of coming to a realization where I was like, wait, is the acting in this show actually good or is it just the camera angles and editing was it always just that and that's why nobody likes the later seasons the whole time is did i crack the code i i think you're right i think there was nothing like this on tv at the time at all you know there was sort of this hole in supernatural stuff that there wasn't really like charmed so mm -hmm. this was like the supernatural show yeah, like you kind of compare this to Buffy and it's, I mean, Buffy is just like punching shit and that kind of takes out like all the mystique. Whereas this one, I mean, they like enter their dad's motel room and there's like a salt circle and it's covered in papers and it's all like booby trapped against people and monsters, which I mean, the brothers never fucking do that, which is so dumb. Yeah. They just truly just let anybody walk into their hotel room. They don't give a shit. They're so messy. They really are. <laughs> do you think uh, Jensen and Jared, do you think they had instant chemistry or do you think they just say that? <laughs> I think they do. They're both kind of dude bro. I kind of think they do. It's just really cute that the first scene they ever did was like the researching in the library and just Jensen, Dean, just like smacks Jared, Sam, really hard. Like, and it's such a sibling moment. It was really cute. It is. It really did seem like they were brothers, like they had worked together before. And I think that comes through in the performances. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it is like a really good team up. It's such like a surprising one. Like, yes. Dean is just so, like we said, he doesn't fit in this genre, really. And then Sam completely does. And it really what it is is dean is mm. like if buffy had been about angel or if buffy had been about yeah. spike whereas like sam is i don't know willow like sam fits into the universe but if like you know buffy with spike as the main character would be a totally different show oh definitely God, let's get into the fucking second episode. I can't believe they did cultural appropriations <sighs> this early. Jesus Christ. Oh, I can. It was the 2000s. Wow. That's true. But I thought this was like the third or fourth episode, not the fucking second. Oh, it's oh the second God. one. Of course, we've got my boy Corey Monteith in there dying immediately. Rest in <laughs> peace, Corey Monteith. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the other actors in the slightest. Although, <laughs> the fucking, the lady hiker, I don't know what else to call but you, like, first see her, and she's, like, wearing, like, this Ramones shirt or something, <laughs> and she, like, goes in, and she's got her brother, and 
I I turned to my friends. I was like, I have been in this queer household where just everybody kind of hates each other. And there's a party every weekend. Yeah, I, I've been there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've, like, always wanted to live in one of those houses, but I know I'd fucking hate it immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. Just mason jars everywhere. There's no... <laughs> None of the cupboards have doors. It's, it's that household. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. God, I love those houses so much. Okay, so episode two, out in the woods with a Wendigo, kind of. Sam and Teen just hiking in three layers of shirts minimum and jeans and timbers. Yeah, just, they're, oh they're, my God. they're totally Guys. park rangers. Like, Sam, I can understand not... Well, actually, they're both fucking idiots. Like, I I was going to say, Sam, I would understand not being in the right gear, but he's also Sam and he's a bit of a health nut. And Dean, I would expect to know better than this because he's been hunting consistently for 20-ish years, a little bit more than that. And they're such fucking idiots. They are. They're not. They're not good. They just hate wearing anything less they just hate not wearing any leather or (laughs) flannel like they truly cannot survive without it the only other options are monk outfits and their (laughs) blues brothers suits but none of that's in this episode yeah i think in the first episode they might have done their first agent routine but i missed what their names were i'm so upset i did they did i don't know what their names were dean got arrested for impersonating a federal agent and that is something that will also return later in the series yeah dean says a cab real fast which is nice yeah (laughs) yeah okay yeah maybe not a cab specifically but he's not crazy about them he has complicated feelings about people who are supposed to quote unquote keep people safe he like Kind of just thinks he's better than them, which, yeah, yeah, but you're not exactly wrong there, I guess. Yeah, he's at least half right. Can we talk about how these first two episodes involve siblings outside of the brothers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all three of the first few episodes involve siblings. Yeah, well, the third one is at least a, um, it's the really cute kid. Yeah. We will get to it. That Dean just... We will oh, get yeah, to it. Oh yeah, I have it. a lot of thoughts about Dean there. Yep, yep. <laughs> the third episode is where we really start getting Dean. So we will get to that. Oh my god. But they're like helping siblings in both these first episodes. Mm-hmm. Which is a bit obvious. As far as like, look, this show's about siblings. So it's siblings oh, helping siblings. It's like, yeah, we get it, Kripke, but thanks. Because <laughs> really, there's not a lot of shows about sibling relationships. Yeah, and God, I wish there were more. Yeah, outside of like sitcoms, there's not really a lot of that. I mean, we had Buffy's horrible sister. Oh my God, fucking Dawn. <laughs> I think I don't hate her as much because I expected her, but oh, I don't think I hate her, but I don't think she adds anything to the show other than getting kidnapped, and that's really boring. But I also don't think it's a well-made show, so that's that on that. But this is not a Buffy podcast. <laughs> I mean, a kind. I mean, just Supernatural kind of takes away a surprising amount from Buffy, I feel like. I mean, you kind of, like, if you have watched Buffy, you kind of need to talk about Buffy with Supernatural. Kind of. Comparing and contrasting them is just insane. Complete opposites and yet so alike. (sighs) 
I just realized that Buffy had better, like, gay rep than Supernatural. Oh, God, you're right. That's so tragic. Because it's not good in Buffy. That's embarrassing. It's not good in Buffy. (laughs) Yeah. It really isn't. They're, like, drugging each other with magic. It's fucking wild. What the fuck, Willow? Oh, my God. Messy boots. So... (laughs) I don't know. They're helping the the siblings look for their older brother. The Wendigo's got him in a mine. God, the fucking Wendigo character design is just... Well, I mean, it's better than what they've done in later seasons, where it's just a dude. They It's just tried. a dude who has weird teeth. They tried. It's not great, but they, they did tried. something, it's, I guess. Look, they tried harder than cats did. Yeah, I mean, literally all of us can do better than the cats. I can fucking, I... <laughs> we're not We're not going there. I know, but I love talking about cats so much. Just that fucking shot at the end where there's just a gray, untextured body in the ground. <laughs> I will never get over it. That is the funniest fucking thing in my there's entire like life. There's like three of them cloned in the ground, halfway in the ground. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I think that might have been the version I saw in theaters too. And then it's just online. You can just watch it if you want. And I have and I will yeah. for the rest of my life. Welcome to my Cats 2019 podcast. <laughs> we probably could. I probably could. <laughs> but yeah, so oh my god, what else about fucking Windigo episode? God the fucking God. It's so i mean i guess we can talk about the cultural appropriation yeah but we don't we're not really from a place you know we both know it's not good fucking stop trying to use windigos when nobody is native Uh. y'all it's not hard you can just make up monsters honest to god it's not hard magnus archives does it like every day it, it is well, really granted, just, they don't have to 3d model them but still it's just annoying and disappointing and it's so tired like it's so played out yeah. it's been done we're past it we're over it i don't even care give me frankenstein's monster yeah. Uh, yeah pretty much the only thing i really like about the wendigo is that they don't really show it that often which good yes that's what horror should be when you don't have a good creature design uh well all the time but absolutely okay but the ritual though the ritual is the only one who gets away with the character design <laughs> i swear to god the ritual can do anything it wants because it's fabulous this is not fabulous so yeah. it can't god i really wish supernatural had gone into more like old gods shit that would have been so cool really that's all i want would it have been cool oh no it would have been shit it would have been fucking terrible but it would have been fucking still it would have been been something (laughs) it would have you know they would have at least done something i mean just like the idea of these hunters in in america just driving across country and then they come across like well then it'd be like native gods and that's i'm not fucking no thank you but like just making up random gods and be like these are old gods i'm I'm just talking about magnus archives again i'm literally always just talking about magnus archives (laughs) yeah also um, those are the old gods i'm thinking of you know what really got me is that (laughs) the fucking outfits that the women wear in this show is just jesus christ okay we need to talk about the fucking outfits the women wear because they're fucking terrible they're literally the fucking peasant blouse 
it just really threw me back when I was trying to figure out switching from Catholic school to secular middle school and like trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. How do I fit in? How do I, <laughs> how do I try to figure out what the hell's going on and just, oh my God. Because uh. I, first day of school, I went in with like a long ass skirt and like a brown polo shirt. And I was like, this is the height of fashion. And it wasn't, and I got bullied for the next two years. I mean, oh as God. every single kid in middle school was. <laughs> every single outfit, except for Jess's Smurf outfit, who boy, was just <laughs> Catholic school girl trying to figure out what slutty is. That's literally every outfit in these first few seasons. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about the bootcut jeans with the dumpy, chunky oh my God. boots? <laughs> that is just so 2000s and so specifically 2000s can we talk about that for 10 minutes oh my god yeah just god the just the 2000s is just jumping out of this god the fucking fashion was so goddamn bad it was it wasn't a good time i can't believe people i mean i don't follow fashion trends and shit but people are just like oh man the 90s and the early 2000s that was fashion like what are you talking about i don't know shit about fashion and i know that's completely wrong leave the 90s out of this i don't understand it the 90s were fabulous no the 90s were fashion they're everything no they were disgusting (laughs) it was bad you're bad and you should feel bad i don't fucking care it was terrible like just oh my god there's just fucking just crop tops everywhere and just low-cut jeans and just just everything that makes me be like uh, uh, if i was on my body i would just throw up immediately Ugh, no thank you that's the 2000s yeah just rampant fat phobia (laughs) (laughs) well that's all the time yeah but especially then (laughs) was there ever a fat woman on supernatural that wasn't mocked um, I can't think of a single one. Um, yeah, exactly. Would you? Okay, <laughs> exactly. wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Who was the like mom and daughter hunters? Eileen and Joe. Yeah. No, it wasn't Eileen. Ellen. Uh, yeah, Ellen and Joe. I, and Ash. I wouldn't describe Ellen as fat, but she's considered plus size i yeah, guess but, right yeah but they like try they were like trying not to sexualize her they're like this is a mom she can't be sexy even though she fucking well, is well they were wrong she is hot absolutely oh she very hot yeah but joe the fucking 15 year old was the sex object there like okay guys yikes I, oof, yeah she wasn't 15 she's like ah oh, she's like 18 and dean's like 26 27 like uh, no we all knew it was wrong like in sarah z's video she talks about how how all the female characters their actors like got bullied and shit and like that's fucking wrong but also there is a little bit of a point in saying hey dean should not be romancing joe this feels fucking off and nasty please thank you please not please stop please don't yeah nobody like that Nobody like that. Uh, yeah, it was very messy. That is a definite problem with not just this show. Yeah, I just there's a really, really good comic that I reblog every single time I see it of 
<laughs> Dean and Joe looking at each other and they're like, I have feelings for you. I also have feelings for you. Narrator. The feeling was friendship, but neither had ever experienced it. Oh my <laughs> from gosh. Arrested Development. Yep. It's so perfect. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> that it really just like, is. Like, you'll just... I feel like... It's implied that Sam drinks more respect woman juice than Dean, but I he doesn't. He doesn't. I think doesn't. the show wants that to be true, but it doesn't do anything to make it true. Yeah, it truly is just doing like 2000s feminism, which is like non-existent, which is just this is a girl who isn't treated badly. And they couldn't even get that right. Yeah, they really fucking couldn't. It is so insane to think about how much feminism has changed over, like, the past 20 years, like... Even in the past five years. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's... Hmm. I have a lot of complex feelings there that maybe don't belong in a supernatural Maybe not. Podcast. But I am excited because the next episode is the one we both certainly have the most feelings about. Dead in the Water, episode three. God, Dean is such a soft boy oh my god he's the softest boy he just sees this kid who's struggling and is just immediately like i need to protect he fucking like stops they're fucking driving off and sam's like this case is closed and dean's like i don't think it is and sam's like dean just fucking drive and dean's like um i gotta (laughs) my fucking mother instincts are going off i gotta get back and he's right and it's oh my god he just he cares so when he cares oh my god he can move mountains with how much emotion he has and it gets me every time absolutely and this is really yeah it's the introduction of sort of the final like theme of dean's character which is this like fatherhood i mean there's so many young moms in this show yeah (laughs) who are dazzled by dean's kindness and understanding and ability to communicate with children yeah i mean he had to be like both a mother and a father to sam and he he just anything else any other like show or series that like tries to do it i feel like they don't get it right but here fucking dean he just was a parent from a young age and it fucking shows it does and he's trying to do both and everything and just he's such a caretaker and I go insane every time I think about it. He is. Also, <laughs> Dean is also a little bit like, hmm, somebody struggling similar to me? Free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he really goes over to this kid. He's like, my mom died in a fire. It was really tragic and really hard for me. And this kid's like, I'm just fucking drawing. Leave me alone. <laughs> Meanwhile, this kid is like, I don't know, Naomi Watts' son in the ring. Just He just looks haunted and spends his time drawing like okay (laughs) now that you say it i can really see the ring in this yeah (laughs) like there's water yes the water is pitch black they color graded the shit out of that water oh they color graded the shit out of every frame of this series they really did just like you could like if you try and photoshop it like you can find a pure black just clicking on pretty much any pixel it's insane how dark it is all the time it's dark which i fucking love but yeah it's so blue it at a certain point it's a painting it's not even like like they animated this show yeah basically there's this uh company it's like i don't know whatever 
but they take they take like a movie and they take every frame and like select the color for it and then they make like this whole portrait that's just like lines of color and you can kind of see like where scenes happen because that's the color of the scene compared to like other I'd really like to see that for Supernatural just to it would be really interesting to see how much the colors change over 15 seasons granted it would take like 40 years to do all of that work but I would love to see it I do want to point out something just because I have the wiki open Mm -hmm. this like I said this is the first episode directed by a different person also the first time it was Mm -hmm. directed and partially written by women really and this is the point where we start actually getting emotional beats into these boys god that's true yeah sarah gamble is one of the people who co-wrote dead in the water there is a fandom conspiracy that sarah gamble is like clearly a sam girl she always write the most like angsty tortured sam episodes (laughs) She clearly has a preference. Yes. Also, at least from what I have heard. Correction, I was wrong on the director, but it is written by two women. Yeah. Who's the other woman? Rayelle Tucker. Huh. I don't really... Known for her work on True Blood, Jessica Jones, and this. Oh. Not the worst resume, I'd say. No, Sarah Gamble also did You and the Magicians. Oh my god, the magic! I've heard things about the magicians. I've seen the first season and it's very good, but I can't speak for after that. I'm bad at watching TV. It's okay. I think I've heard that it goes downhill pretty bad. The fans that I follow on Tumblr do not have kind words for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's always the way, though. I mean, Supernatural went downhill pretty bad and it lasted 15 seasons. God, I can't believe it was 15 seasons. I was fucking, I was like still in Catholic school when this show came out. Holy shit. That is insane. Imagine having a job playing the same character for that long. I, I couldn't. I'd get bored. I'd get bored. I can't imagine just doing, imagine just like, (laughs) I guess the equivalent for us would be like playing the same D&D character (laughs) once a week, every week for 15 years. Like, there's only so much I can squeeze out of this person. (laughs) True, but it's not even once a week. It's, like, constant for months. Well, that's a nightmare. Oh, should we actually, like, talk about what this episode is about? Oh, my God, we did. (laughs) (laughs) We were just, like, beat to death anyway. Yeah, I mean, truly, this podcast is just, this show sucks, but Dean is good, though. And Cass, so is Cass. That's true. We're not not at Cass, but we'll get there. I really need to put in like a designated Sam hour, like Sam five minute Sam session. Because <laughs> I just always forget to talk about him, but he's just not that interesting right now. He gets more interesting later. Oh, Does God, he? I fucking hate the blood thing so much. It's so dumb. Yeah, I think I don't find Sam to be an interesting character. He's not. He's interesting when he's trying to take care of Dean. And Dean is interesting because he cares about Sam and everybody. And uh, I I love, I still love Sam. Dean cares about everyone in the world except for Castiel. Uh, don't remind me. I'm going to live in my, I'm living in the Spanish dub alternate universe. This is my truth. This is my religion. You are so valid. And I'm, I see. I don't believe in canon. 
Canon means nothing to me as a fan to things. I don't care about canon. Word of God might as well come from the dirt. And especially in Supernatural. Like, people are joking that um, all this, like, drama and conspiracy... This is, the, this is season 16 of Supernatural. Just the fans themselves being part of this after story, the epilogue. It's... <laughs> I kind of think that's... A, there's a little bit of truth to it. <laughs> I mean, there is. There absolutely Hopefully it is. doesn't go on too long. I mean, this is the perfect, like, this is everything they could have possibly asked for. Yeah, and it's still, it's still, I just, Jensen Ackles, break your, I think Jensen Ackles might have broken his silence earlier, but just, just Jensen, please just come out and say, just, just fucking, um, <laughs> If I was Jensen Ackles, I log onto Twitter, type Dean is bisexual, and then close my phone, turn off my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god, I could, I, just, I try is, to. The thing is, does he need to say it? No, because, because we know Dean it. Because but... he is. He mm-hmm. is. He's been written, acted, filmed, and edited in such a way that he is clearly bisexual. And that's just the truth from someone who's not a fan, who's not really a shipper, who was never involved in this fandom, and who's just seen a bunch of random episodes of this shitty CW show. Yeah, just, I like, I should really just interview my dad. I should show my dad the Sarah Z video and then interview him afterward about his thoughts. I'm kind of tempted to do that. I think <laughs> that really would be funny, fabulous. But but, like, just go to, like, anybody, talk to about Supernatural to anybody, and say, oh, by the way, there's an episode with a siren in it, and Dean Winchester's siren is a man who likes Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And what the fuck are you supposed to come away with, from that with, other than he is bisexual? Yeah. Like. His siren was a man. His tv crush that he's distracted by is purposefully is a man like yeah hello he's either bisexual or he has the worst daddy issues in the world and like his cartoon crush is another yeah his other one is daphne which is like yeah but also like she is drawn to be like (laughs) like ideal woman almost so there's like that kind of adds to it in my mind because i'm galaxy braining right now but i mean listen the gays love scooby-doo that is very true i love scooby-doo yeah (laughs) dean probably watched like the ghoul school and shit like that oh my god i love those anyway (laughs) god dean hasn't even like been bisexual in the first three episodes He yeah, he's been a complete ladies man. He gets a kiss at the you know the third episode, like, okay, cool, great. Yeah. Girl, you're never gonna see him again. I'm sorry. I always wish these characters would come back into the series, like the people that they help. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, there is okay, 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 okay. Oh my god. So my fanfic AU of the week is the girl from, I cannot remember the episode that it's called, but it's the one with like a village that has a kind of harvest ritual going on with it. And like 
<laughs> these scarecrow guys have to like go and kill somebody as sacrifice to the harvest gods and shit. And so this girl, her parents are died and she had to live with her grandparents and the grandparents were leading this whole ritualistic sacrifice thing. Sam and Dean come in, they say, fucking knock it off. So the grandparents are like, ah, shit. So they take the girl and they just put her on a bus and she just leaves the series. I've always, always, always wanted to write or read about what happened to her afterward. She had to become a hunter. She saw her own grandparents were sacrificing people to old, like, old harvest gods and... She just gets on a bus and just goes away? Excuse me? This girl is a hunter now, and I want that fucking spinoff. That is a spinoff we deserved. That I I would I would be into that. I love that. I do think there's something interesting to be said about this series and mm. how so many people throughout this show learn about the supernatural. Yeah. And yet yeah. Just go back to their lives. And I kind of think that says something about real people and how they act. Like, this is too messy and scary. They're just going to go back to their lives because that's what they know. Yeah, I think that is especially true with, you know, COVID going on. Just, you know, you go back to normal, but you, you, you know now. You know. And it's hard to move on from that. So you just have to go to therapy and hope it fixes things. Absolutely. It, it really, it, I don't think that has ever gone away. I think it's just part of human life. Like, crazy, horrible shit happens constantly and you kind of just have to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it's like the whole Frodo thing. Like, he went through all that shit and he just couldn't live in the Shire anymore because it was just too much and yet too little you know i always found those stories just so interesting and that's just every single victim in this show like how can they possibly live with this knowledge that there's an entire world of horrors just below the surface they they read a newspaper and see someone's missing what are they supposed to think like i wonder if it's the same thing that attacked me or was it something different do they just they just go into the library section and they just pick up all these books about monsters and they just dread that how like how many of those pages have real ones in them and just if they're walking past one as they're checking out just oh it's just so interesting like I want to learn about those people yeah at the same time I also kind of like want a Parks and Rec version of Supernatural that would be fabulous <laughs> it's like I yeah but you think I mean. Looking ahead a bit mm -hmm. to one of the later episodes with the, like, skin, like, the person who impersonates people. <gasps> the, oh, my God. The shape. Oh, I love the shapeshifter. Yeah, the shapeshifter. Looking at that episode, that one dude was framed for murdering his girlfriend. And now, yeah, like, Sam's friend, girl, lady, who calls them mm -hmm. in, knows about all this shit, knows what framed him. And what? Like, can't tell him? Doesn't? It's just so weird. Yeah, and, like, Sam is a lawyer. He was training... I mean, he's not... He was going to train to be a lawyer, and they never really talk about that. It's like, can you imagine... I really wish Sam had become a lawyer, because then I think they really need, you know, lawyers who specialize in hunter law, who, like can find a way to get to the truth while navigating this 
world that they can never talk about. Like, maybe Sam should have stayed in school. If if Jess hadn't died, he could have been a better asset to the hunter culture. Honestly, he really could have. And that's what he should have done in the finale. Here is my fucking essay about it. I mean, That's what he should have done in the finale. He should have become a lawyer and then used his expertise in both worlds to help people in a new way. Can you imagine how cool that would be? I mean, that could have worked in like season one. But as soon as the Winchester yeah. brothers were the only thing holding the fucking planet together, you don't need a lawyer. You need Superman. Like, they had to fight God three times or something. Like, they... A lawyer can't help them. Maybe with, like, demon contracts, but you might as well just kill him at that point. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about how many people... How many people Sam and Dean kill? Oh my god, yes. Like, everyone who's just (laughs) possessed by a demon and they, like, fully kill those people? Uh, Yeah. Like, in the third episode, like, the policeman admits that he killed someone and he just, like, drowns himself and the brothers, like, kind of try to save him, but also, like, eh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. But, like, that death is still a little bit on their hands, but it was a police officer, so, like, it's fine. But, like, still, they kill a lot of fucking people. They kill a lot of people throughout this whole show. Like, just people. People. Mm Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that a lot of the monsters, especially later on, just look like people. And so there are probably people in that monsters in like their sphere that kind of have to live with that. Maybe they don't ever realize that person was a monster. They just got murdered by some serial killers as far as they know. I mean, the FBI literally go after them because they think that the brothers are serial killers. Yes, because Dean kind of kills people a lot. Yeah, they kind of do. Like the, the, um... The shapeshifter framed him for murder, and then he's just been wanted for murder for, what, 15 years? Isn't he shown to be on the FBI's, like, most wanted list? I think so, yeah. Okay, and he can just go around doing stuff? I mean, we can't get into all the problems with Supernatural, but, like... (laughs) Oh, I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast, is to go into all the problems. Why do you think I started it? (laughs) Absolutely. Just, God... Just, I mean, I personally, the shapeshifter is actually one of my favorite monsters in Supernatural because I feel like it's one of the ones where they got a little bit creative with. I mean, the thing like peels its skin off to turn into someone and it has to like go through kind of a painful metamorphosis. I always find that really interesting and kind of sad. The shapeshifter is kind of a sad creature. He really is. He really just is. I wish there were more just monsters just living their lives and like they have to do this thing that they ha- they manage to keep it separate. Like there's an episode about a Ruguru, which is like a monster. I'm sure it's like an actual folk monster. It I'm is. Yeah. Sorry that I don't have the research on it. Oh, geez. Yeah. And they the brothers are like arguing with each other about whether they should kill it. And Sam's like, well, if it doesn't eat flesh, a.k.a. demon blood, it's going to be fine. And then eventually they have to kill it because the guy craves flesh too much. And it's like, yeah, but there could be Rugurus out there that just fucking manage, you know? Yes. I, I really wish we talked more about that. Yes. What I, is that even in the first, I know that episode. It's season four. <laughs> just cause okay, I watched yeah. season four recently. Okay. Yeah. See, I've gotten through season four on my like 
attempt to watch through the whole series. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that. Yeah. Um, but that is something that it comes up a couple times. Like, are they really monsters? No. And then they like kill them anyway. Exactly. And like, especially these, like these days, I think more and more people want to see the monster survive. Like if you're going to humanize a monster, then try to find some way to let them live, please. And yeah. I think it's implied sometimes that they have like monsters helping hunters, but I mean, they're still like kind of keeping them on a leash and like checking in with them and being like, have you killed anybody yet? You better not be lying to me. And just, oh, be. I'm sure there's monster mo- hunters who have like much better codes of ethics than these guys do. They just never fucking show them. Because if I was a hunter in this world, I would fucking, you know what? You know, if I was a hunter in this world, I'd go get my therapy degree and then I'd start hunting so I could <laughs> help somebody out when they really seem to be struggling. <laughs> that would be great. I, I would watch a show about monster therapist. You should listen to the Bright Sessions podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of basically what it is. Granted, with like superhuman powers, but it's kind of close. I'm sure there's another podcast that does it, but it would be nice to see like a mainstream show have therapy for monsters. That would be very cute and sweet, and I would die for it. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I would definitely watch that. I just want to spend an hour and a half talking about Dean being a dad. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Dean and Cass as parents? I mean, they basically were with Jack, but like, but like, ugh, with drama, which nobody like wants. more. Like they're, yeah. Uh, it's a good thing there's fan fiction. This horse Truly. has finally been allowed to die and stop being beaten, and we can just have fan fiction forever. This horse is like beaten so bad it's it does you can't even tell that it was a horse anymore. No, it's disintegrated. It is dust. <laughs> it's just dust. It has yeah. been <laughs> it has been mortar and pestled. It is nothing. Except <laughs> except now that the show's over and the phantom is fucking pissed about the finale, the horse just reconstituted itself and is trying to bite the person that bit them. <laughs> that beat them. I don't know. Is it doing that or is it beating itself? <laughs> No, it's definitely trying to fucking, (laughs) the fandom is definitely just trying to be like, hey, what the fuck was that, (laughs) assholes? Well, I know what I'm doing after this podcast. (laughs) What, harassing the writers? No, I'm going to read that um, Dean Winchester, Zach Baggins fic. Oh my god, remind me to link that. There's my um, fic shout out. In the show notes. Please do, everyone should read it. It's so good. I know, I still need to read it. Oh my god, read it! I know I will! If Okay, if I read it, you should read Redemption Road, because I need to reread Redemption Road and do an episode. That sounds it. long. Because I love Redemption Road. It is long, but it's very good. Fine. I just love it a lot. Fine, I'll be back on for the Paris Hilton episode, and then we can talk about Redemption Road. <laughs> It's real. Oh god, it's been a good while since I read it, so I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right because some of it still fucking sticks with me. <laughs> it is the slowest burn fanfic in the world, and I don't know. that's what I love the most about it. I know, I know. Ev- that's what everybody hates, but I love it. I love that long con. No, I love long fix. One of my favorites is like longer than the two towers. Oh my gosh, wait, what is it? It's a Teen Wolf fic. It's really dramatic. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I oh my god. I'm trying to like go through my fanfics, like my fanfic bookmark section right now, and just a lot of my favorites. Like I never actually finished because they were so fucking long. Like I never actually finished Redemption Road, and I never actually finished Out of the Deep. But God, I fucking love them so much. Soon, I got. I'll download a PDF of them, and I'm gonna get right on that soon. Oh, what is, I already answered mine, but what is your fanfic AU of the week? Um, <laughs> I guess the um, AU that I'm working on mm-hmm. involves serial killers <laughs> and a frat house. <laughs> so that's fun. We shall leave it at that <laughs> to everyone's imagination. We shall. <laughs> this has been Hell Inc. Complicated. I'm Claire. Uh, I'm, you fucking know that. Why am I saying that? Uh, you can find me as Dupless27 on Twitter, Dupless on Tumblr, uh, Dupless pretty much everywhere. Shell, do you want anyone to follow you anywhere or like any projects that you're doing or anything? Um, you can. I'm on Twitter at ChellOutDude. There I posted a drawing I did a while ago, so give it likes. <laughs> I will do that after this podcast. <laughs> Um, you can follow us at Hell Ain't Podcast on Twitter, uh, Hell Ain't Complicated on Tumblr, Hell Ain't Complicated on Facebook, etc. Leave us a review at Apple iTunes. I find it very stupid that Apple iTunes is the only place you can read reviews, but whatever. I I can't. It's dumb. It's dumb. That's what I'll say. Uh, you can email us at hellaincomplicated at gmail.com for questions, comments, ideas. You can sign up to be a guest. I pretty much go on the Tumblr. You can find a link to pretty much fucking everything. Oh, and as always, Misha Collins, please come on the podcast. Misha. 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 Misha, we love you. Just come on the podcast. You're you're such a cool dude. You did cool stuff for the homeless in the city, and I want to say thank you. Yeah, for fucking real. Good for him. He's awesome. If the listeners don't know, he hand gave out thanksgiving dinners to people in this town and we have way too much homeless people in this town it's a fucking shame he also got the um he got the shelter to build Mm -hmm. a like covered area for them because it rains a lot oh fuck like he yelled at them until they did it and then he brought them all pizza he's really cool misha come on the podcast we have no choice we have no choice but to stand On that lovely note, have a good day, everybody, and uh, carry on, my wayward kids. (laughs) And then the theme song goes out. (laughs) Hold on, I gotta get my water really quick. Okay. <laughs> I will edit this part out of the show. I have no fucking water. You better not. God damn it. Oh. God damn it, I have no water. So I just have to have a headache.